0: Good evening folks. Michael Zuber one rental at a time. It is Monday, June 6th, and this is your daily financial news. Just want to introduce some of the new guests to Happy. Uh, lots of you have seen Sunny over the last couple of weeks. Sunny's always by my feet. But Happy is around today. She uh, is usually sleeping. So uh, I thought I would show off Happy today. Again, Happy and Sunny are with me every morning. If you want to do me a favor, give me a thumbs up, give me a subscribe, a comment, say hi to Happy. Uh, We she would love to respond to you. Again, smash that uh, like button. All right. There you go. Stay right there. So a lot of exciting stuff going on today. Again, we do this seven days a week, 365 days a year for more than 1,000 days in a row. You want to get your financial news right in the middle, kind of 12 to 15 minutes. This is the channel for you. Like, subscribe, comment. And on top of that, we talk to seven or eight millionaires every week, Trying to help you get wealthy. So, one of the things we're going to talk about is the top five real estate bubble markets. I'm going to ask for some audience participation here. Take a guess. Why don't you guess one or two of them? Uh, I will admit to getting, I would have only gotten one of them right. If you want to take a guess, again, this came from Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's. I will do that in a minute, give you a chance to guests below. Leave comments below. Next up, George Gammon. Don't know if you know who George Gammon is. He is one of those podcasters or interviewers that I follow. I was listening to his live stream. He does a live stream Sunday evenings. In the first 20 minutes of his live stream, he talked about house hacking and someone, I'm hoping it was a One Rental at a Time fan, asked George Gammon. Could we see a real estate crash in transactions? Not in price. If you listen to the interview, which is at about the 20-minute mark, you can see, you can see and hear George Gammon processing that question. He goes, because clearly he was uh, I don't know, caught off guard is the right answer, but he had not thought about it. And I think George Gammon got to where I am and I have been for a while. Transactions are going down, down, down for all the reasons that George talked about and more. The other thing George talked about was house hacking. He was very clear he is not giving financial advice. But if George was going to talk to his 22-year-old self, he'd say, go buy a triplex, live in one, rent out the other two, live for free. Of course, if you're on my channel. You know that is house hacking, cheat code to wealth, income snowball, all the things that we bring you here. Dion, Matt, Anna, Todd, Spencer, all the people have told you that is the way to go. Next up, Twitter and Musk. I just read this as the last article I read this morning. You can already see Musk laying the groundwork to back out of the deal, or in my opinion, get a lower price. He is now saying basically what I told you would happen six weeks ago. This user bot thing is not resolved. I think it's 25%. You think it's 5%. There is no evidence who is right. This is a material breach. So, again, these are things that uh, I think will either get the deal canceled or we'll get a lower price. But one thing is certain this is going to go to court. So, again, Uh, This is very interesting stuff going on. Hey, Sonny, come here. Hi, Sonny. Sonny wanted to get his time as well, so we will keep him here. Uh, So, again, I expect the Twitter and Musk thing to uh, not go quietly. I expect Twitter, unfortunately, to get hit pretty hard. I expect ad revenue down, uh, both in content and in price. I think Musk has highlighted the Achilles heel that Twitter doesn't want to dig into. They don't want to they don't want to identify how many bots there are because that's how they get paid. But we'll see. Tiger Global, you think you've had a bad run here recently. Tiger Global, well-known hedge fund often cited as one of the top 10, down 50% this year. If you listen to some friends of mine in the Silicon Valley, Tiger Global has made some atrocious atrocious valuations and investments in private company. They have often been a hedge fund playing in the stock market, maybe buyouts, things of that nature. They tried to be a VC. Uh, It's not going to turn out well. But again, it'll be interesting to unpack. Kathy Wood. I consider Kathy Wood to be one of the best marketers on the planet. First and foremost, she has sung the song so beautifully about her ETF, Her investing style being five years into the future. I don't think about the short term. It's not important. We're doing revolutionary technology. Everything is deflationary. Come see me in five years as her stocks are down 70 to 80%. I think she's reaching. I think she now sees that she has to turn this debacle around. She's now telling people, please wait till July. The Fed is going to pivot. And then all of my stocks will go up. I think that's what she's saying. Some of you have asked me about Kathy Wood's latest video. That's what I take from it. She is basically saying that the Fed is going to pivot in July. July is like tomorrow. And if you've watched my channel, you know I believe that the Fed can't pivot in July. They can't pivot. If they pivot in July, they show they are weak. They have lost every scrap. Of I don't know, mojo, anything. They're just they're just broken, dumb, weak, no good. So again, I understand why Kathy Wood is saying it. She's staring at a lot of redemptions and sales. And again, she's the largest owner of a lot of these stocks. If she's forced to liquidate, it could be a self-fulfilling prophecy. She sells, price go down, which means she has to sell more. It could get ugly really fast. She's now saying, please wait. Please hold on to July. And then finally, I found an interesting article out of Redfin. This isn't often reported, but I thought it was interesting because a lot of the housing data, like Case Shiller, two months old. It's like, are you kidding me, Case Shiller? What are you giving me March data for? So Redfin has a rolling four-week housing median price. Far more interesting, not perfect, not saying it's perfect. I'm just saying it's more relevant and it's more current, right? The last four weeks. So I put a box here Redfin's four week median price. Again, median, that word that I got all wrapped around the axle on for about 60 days. I care about median. 500 economists care about median. You don't, clearly. Your buy box, your area, you don't care about median. What do you think? The median price is done the last four weeks these are actual sales what do you think happened in the last four weeks what is the median price and how much has it gone up or down it might have gone down what do you think i'll give you a minute i gotta put uh, sunny down because i have to write with two hands so here we go red four week median it went up up it went up 16.4%. I'm going to guess that shocks most of you. This is exactly what I expect. Median is skewed when you lose the low end, the median skews up. It's one of the truths of math. Median price going to surprise to the upside cuz we've lost the low end. The median price now is $398,500. That is bananas in my opinion. So, Back to the top five bubble markets. you guys take your chance at guessing? We will go backwards. We will go five to one. Number five, Homosash Homa Sash? No, Homosassa. Sasa? I don't know. I don't know how to say it. It's a city in Florida. It's overpriced by 57%. Morristown, Tennessee, 57%. Mus- I don't know this one either. Muskogan, Michigan? overvalued. Number two, Sherman, Texas, 60%. And the only one that I would have gotten right, Boise, Idaho, at a whopping 73% overpriced. Folks, I would call that a bubble market. What else do we got here? Apple's developer conference going on today. Are we going to hear any more cool toys and stuff from Apple? Apple's always got some nice little uh, surprises in the mix. What else do we got? Revlon. Uh, Revlon is doing something that I expect more companies to do. If you don't know who Revlon are, think cosmetics and makeup, things of that nature. They have borrowed a lot of debt. They are in a position where bankruptcy is a real option. So a company on the cusp of bankruptcy, actually crazy enough, has negotiation power. They are going back to the people that hold their debt and trying to push back payments, lower interest rates, or saying, sorry guys, we're gonna go bankrupt and you'll get pennies. This is gonna happen more and more with companies that are zombies and debt ridden. You are gonna see them play hardball as they should because again, going bankrupt could be a worse option. Uh, Looks like the White House is declared or willing to declare a 24 month exemption on solar panels. The tariffs around them so that we can really ramp up production. I think that is a good thing. Big box retailers are overstocks. It's because we double and triple order. Remember on this channel, like the week before Christmas, I was strongly, strongly suggesting that everyone move Christmas to June or July. This is exactly why it was completely predictable. And then the last thing, Michael Burry is out highlighting that the U.S. savings rate is on a dangerous path. The U.S. savings rate during the pandemic was over 20%. Well, frankly, we couldn't go anywhere. and We were being paid to stay home. I get it. But now the last read was 3.8%. That is very, very low. And the lowest on record was July of 2005 at 1.5%. So again, we are on a dangerous path. Consumers are blowing through their savings. They are adding debt. I do not believe the consumer is strong as people think. I think we are in a recession next year. So again, Redfin, four-week median price. The latest data I can find on the national housing market. Again, none of you should care about the nation. None of you should care about the median. It is still intellectually challenging for me and the economists that are in my network. The median price, up. 16.4%. I know there are economists out there going, how can that be? You lost the low end. There's less transactions. That means the median goes that way. Totally predictable. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day. It is Monday. We should be speaking with Mr. Greg Dickerson, Rylas, and Taylor. All great interviews to help you move forward. Have a wonderful day. Like, subscribe, comment, say hi to Happy, say hi to Sonny. I will do my best to get back to you. Bye-bye.